Hello, and welcome to Paradox, untold stories from athletic directors with Dr. Danielle LaPointe and Dr. Dustin Smith. We have some crazy and unique stories for you, which are made possible by our sponsor, Wall of Fame. At the Wall of Fame, our mission is to bring your school's legacy to life. We transform school tributes to make it easier than ever to celebrate your whole community, showcasing your school's diverse history, proudest moments, and top role models. We understand that the true value of our Wall of Fame is in your content. Whether you are starting a new tribute or adding to an existing one, we give you all the resources you need to build an interactive experience and take your content to the next level. Speaking of next level, let's check in to see what Danielle and Dustin have for us today. We are back with another episode. Today we have Mike Mossbrucker. How are you doing today, Mike? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing we great. are excited to have you here. Um, we're going to have a great episode. You've already had us cracking up before we started recording. So I'm really looking forward to continuing this. Um, and I know Dustin is. Dustin's always happy over there. How you doing, Dustin? And I'm, I'm excited for the day. It's a great day to be <laughs> on here and a great day to have a good friend, Mike Mossbrucker, on here with us. And, and Mike and I, um, he's one of the few guests that I can say I've been in his home. And uh, Mike is on the NIAAA board with me. Or I guess I'm on the board with him. Um, it, it's the Mike. Mike let me tell you again. It's the Mike <laughs> Mossbrucker show on, on the board, and we all just get to be a part of it. When I first got on the board, one of our previous guests, Greg Smith, kind of held court. Um, and now, when Mike speaks, everybody listens. They just pay attention to whatever he says. But Mike uh, invited us all to his house at a recent July meeting, and we got to hang out at his house. Um, what I really like is that there's very little yard work for him. Um, his backyard's a full of a pool and an outdoor entertaining area. And um, we had quite an eclectic group of people that were at the board uh, meeting. And of course, we were at his house. And we had a very intense game of bags that was played, or a tournament of bags, I guess, that was played uh, out in the front yard. So I uh, got to meet a couple of Mike's uh, neighbors as well. So it was really nice opportunity for us to just go hang out with Mike. And so when we were at the board meeting, it was pretty funny because everybody's like, who's the next guest going to be on? Who's the next guest going to be on the podcast? And so I asked Mike, I said, man, we need to get you on there. And he said, anytime, I'd be glad to do it. So Mike has adjusted and adapted and rescheduled with us. So we finally got Mike on here. Mike, I'm excited to have you on. I appreciate you jumping on here with me. Well, hey, great opportunity for me. Uh, I'm always looking for an opportunity to get better and grow. And uh, uh, certainly this is an opportunity for me. And so I, I'm honored to have the opportunity to be here with the two of you. But let's make no mistake about it. This is also a good time to get back at Greg Smith, uh, maybe fire a shot or two at Greg. And so we'll give you that opportunity, I'm sure. Sure. Well, my goal is just to make sure I'm funnier than Greg. And that's really not setting the bar too high. <laughs> There's wow. a lot of truth. Well, I was going to say, though, I don't know if Greg's going to care because he's off like living the life on vacations. I just spoke to him and he just got back from like a cruise and then he's going you know, somewhere. I can't remember where else he's going. He's been headed off somewhere else. So pretty jealous of him right now. Yeah. Well, Greg's the only athletic director I know that can afford, or I guess he's former <laughs> athletic director that can afford to have his foot in three different states. So 
Uh, I don't know how he did that. Uh, probably needs to be a, an, an investigation on his uh, bookkeeping th- that he can afford to do that. But um, but he pulled it off. Uh, mm-hmm. But now he's retired, so he, he's only got his foot in two states. So I guess I'll have to let him off the hook. <laughs> well, what, what what you'll find out, and those of you listening or watching on YouTube, you'll you'll get to see uh, there'll be some shots fired at Greg Smith, but it's all in good heart. Um, and my first experience with Mike and Greg in the same room was one that will be uh, remembered forever um, and has gone down in infamy um, in the boardroom. But we, we may get into that. We may not. I don't know. But uh, what I want to do is I can talk about Mike for days. Mike was in the NIAAAU cohort. Uh, the executive leadership cohort. I got to be a mentor for that. Somehow they let me be a mentor. Um, and Mike got through that process and that program. And he talked about at the beginning of this, how he likes to grow. And that was an opportunity to grow professionally, to kind of stretch himself. And I, I learned one of his catchphrases and one of his mottos, and we may discuss that in a little bit. But Mike, what I like to do is I like to ask people to kind of tell us what the resume doesn't tell us about who Mike Mossbrucker is um, when you're not the AD. I mean, I got a glimpse of your home. I got to see the the memorabilia down in the basement. Um, I know you're an avid uh, memorabilia collector, but what, what defines Mike Mossbrucker outside of being the AD? Uh, you, you know, I, I, I obviously, I like to have a good time. I mean, I, I need to laugh. That, that's really important to me. I try to bring that to our office every day. Um, I want to be a person that brings some energy to the room. Uh, sometimes I say things that I think are funny and nobody else does and uh, <laughs> nobody else gets it. But uh, that may be uh, because I'm generally the oldest person in the room. <laughs> but uh, but it, it, so, yeah, I, I want to have a good time or whatever setting it is that I'm in. And uh, so. That, that that's a number one. I, I really, you know, like Dustin said, he's been to my house. I enjoy my home. I enjoy taking care of my yard. I enjoy taking care of my pool area. Uh, I, I like doing small projects. Um, I, I installed my water heater a couple weeks ago because the other one went out. I, I enjoy stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I like spending time with my family, my my wife's family. Uh, they were over yesterday. We were celebrating uh, my brother-in-law's. Uh, he's retiring, so uh, so we we had a day yesterday at our pool, and we had a bunch of family over and uh, some of his uh, work friends, and so we had a great day yesterday in, in the sun. Uh, a few weeks ago, had a outing with four other high school buddies of mine. I have a high school buddy that owns a house on a really nice lake in Northern Indiana. And each year we gather together and uh, he's got a boat and a sea dew and uh, all the toys that go along with the lake. And we, we literally for two days sat and ate and talked. And we didn't go on the lake. We didn't get in the boat. We didn't get in the sea dues. Uh, we did play. We, we went to play golf. We played nine holes and we all looked at each other and say, that's enough. 
and <laughs> we stopped right in the middle and, and we went and had lunch. So, uh, you know, I, sporting events, college football, my, both my sons played college football. So I enjoyed traveling around watching that and still enjoy, uh, uh, traveling around to college football games. That's, that's, uh, uh, a delight for me. Um, enjoy taking my wife and I on a Jeep ride to find a new ice cream destination. We, we enjoy putting the top down and driving around and, uh, we both enjoy ice cream. Uh, and, and so, um, you know, that's something we, and we have some friends, uh, blesses Bradley. We've gone on spring break for 20 plus years, 25 years. And, uh, we, we enjoy vacationing with friends and stuff like that. So, uh, so that's kind of me outside of being an AD. Um, uh, I've, I've got two sons and they've got families. My wife's getting ready to fly out to see my grandchildren in Colorado today. So. I'm going to be at home alone for a few days. Uh, she's worried about me, <laughs> uh, but, but, I'll, but I'll manage. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm really actually looking forward to her getting the opportunity to go out and see her grandkids. I, she, she enjoys them so much. So that gives me joy. So let me ask you this. You made the statement about when you played golf, you guys said that's enough. Have you ever said those words in the vicinity of Greg Smith? Let's just establish that from the get-go. Have you ever said that's enough <laughs> to Greg Smith or of Greg Smith? Well, and, and what I would say is I like poking fun at Greg, but I will never say I've had enough of Greg. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love Greg. I will always give him a hard time, and I will expect the same from him but I will never get enough of Greg. Well, uh, reality is he deserves the hard friend. time. Yeah. Oh, he earns it. Right. Uh, and he doesn't even work at it. He earns, <laughs> but he earns it. So he's got it coming for sure. I, did, I definitely feel like you're speaking my language, Mike. You uh, like to have a good time. I'm a nine hole type of girl and I love ice cream. So you're sitting here talking and I'm like, this is great. I want to come to your house. <laughs> hey, you're invited. Uh, you, come ahead. Uh, we, we, I mean, Indianapolis is a great vacation destination. I live just south of Indy, 10 minutes from the airport. I just picked up my sister uh, the other day. She flew in from Sweden. Her daughter lives there. And so I picked her up and uh, from the airport. Um, so... Yeah, we, we get you uh, on a destination somewhere from to Indianapolis in no time. <laughs> and, I, and I will attest to this. Um, he is not far from the airport. We we got to journey down to his house, obviously. It was a little bit further from the, from the national office. But Mike drove back and forth every day to be a part of our board meetings. So, uh, I, again, I, I go back to I, I've enjoyed getting to listen to Mike, but it wasn't just in the boardroom. I got to listen to him on the executive leadership cohort and got to learn from him and and really just value uh, his insight, value his knowledge. He's a veteran in the AD world and has done it done it a long time and enjoys doing it and goes to work every day to be more. Um, and we may visit about that here in just a little bit. 
But Mike, what we like to do on this show is we just like to have fun. We like to have a conversation, have fun. You said you like to laugh. You said you like to bring that to um, the office every day. And so when we discussed this, you and I kind of had a prep call before and just talked about, man, we like to have the story times. I didn't know about this prep call. I'm being blindsided. How do you think we got him scheduled? <laughs> so All we right, a, here we go. We didn't talk stories. We just told, I just gave him the format of what the podcast is about. Oh, so okay. I'm flying blind into this just as well as you are. Okay. But I know Mike has had some experiences, we'll say, in his time in the athletic director chair that may blow your mind, may be like, wow, that did that really happen? So Mike, I'm going to open the floor to you and let you just Run with that however you want to run with it. Sure, sure. And, and I suppose, I mean, l- l- like we all, we've, we've got stories, and I've got stories about facilities, stories about parents, stories about coaches. Uh, some you can tell, some you can't. Um, <laughs> you, you know, and, and probably uh, some of the funniest things, we we uh, are a pretty good football school, and we were hosting uh, one of our rivals. This is probably about twenty years ago, and and it's rain. I mean, it's a big game. Uh, it, there is not a seat in our our stadium, and it, it, it's one of these deals where these people brought a video board to the our game, and so they're playing stuff and advertisement. And uh, it's it, the game's going well, and and we're ahead, and so that's even better because we're beating one of our rivals. And then it starts pouring down rain, and uh, it, it gets so muddy on our field that one of the officials, we actually had to stop the game because his shoe got stuck in the mud, <laughs> and and pulled his shoe off his foot. So we had to stop the game. So he could get his shoe back on, uh, and it uh, and it was a few minutes later. There's a huge explosion at at the end of our field, and every light in the area goes out. And so now we are in a stadium. There is no lights, no emergency <laughs> lights. I mean, we have the largest, one of the largest crowds we have all year, and I mean, we're all kind of in a pain. Plus, there's an explosion. I mean, fire is shooting out of the top of this transformer. And and it's almost like it was a bomb. Had it been... it, well, I'll just leave it at that. It was, it was like a bomb. It, I mean, it shook the ground. It, I mean, it shook you. And so we're all kind of going, what was that first? You know, we're trying to figure out what it was. And so... So we hop in a golf cart and drive down to the other end. And there's still smoke coming out of this. We, well, we figured out our transformer blew up. And we had a guy that was a, 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 a power and light guy that was a, wrestled for me and played football for me. And we, we, he was at the game, so we found him and we took him down there. And he says, well, you're not playing tonight. And so so now we, we got to figure, okay, so this big game, we're you – know, Late in the third quarter, we got to finish this game. It's a conference game. We're not finishing it tonight. So immediately, the other team who has a turf football field wants us to go to their place and finish the game. Our, our coach said, we're literally standing in the middle of the field. There's 
other than the lights that are being provided by this video board, there it is pitch dark. I mean, it's you know nine o'clock at night, and so we're we're standing out there, you know, trying to figure out the logistics. We're not going to have a scoreboard. We're not going to have, but we're playing this game at Morrisville tomorrow morning. We we've determined that <laughs> come come hell or high water, and it may have been high water because it was still pouring down rain. We're not going there to play on their turf, and so. We, we kind of, you know, can we get officials? Some of our officials uh, do college games, so they could help us out. They're calling their buddies, and we finally get it all worked out. We're going to play. And uh, we, we 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, we've settled it. Our principal's out there with us, and we get done. So we start, send, we start trying to get kids and parents out of the stands. Of course, Everything is by word of mouth because we have no PA. That was going to be my next question. So we took out the not just the lights. It took out all there the is electricity. Not, okay. I mean, on our campus, there is no electric. So nothing. Oh, so it took it out to the school, to everything, not just the stadium. Everything. No electric. And so, so how are you getting people? Like, are people like sitting down in the stands, or are okay. they? Yeah, and, and and what I would tell you is learning experience as an athletic director. What what we learn? One, we need to have flashlights. Everybody should have flashlights in their golf carts. Everybody should, there should be flashlights in the press box, flashlights in the concession stand. Megaphones need megaphones uh, so that we can direct people, let people know police we need to have an action plan with them uh i mean we we learned a lot that day but but the but the best the worst thing of it was so so then we figure out we got parents coming to us what do you mean you're playing tomorrow it, tomorrow's sat day <gasps> and and so we've got parents that are and, and you know, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, but we're we're standing in the middle of our football field. We have no communication with everybody, and so the next thing I know, our principal and their principal are kind of bickering back and forth about this decision to play the next day. And 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 their principal had been a former assistant principal at our school, so we we knew this person really really well. And they went back and forth about it. And finally, uh, our principal goes, she, the person makes their last ditch effort to get us to change the game. And we've got other athletic events the next day anyway. I mean, we've got soccer games. We've got, I mean, it's not like we cleared off the day for just SAT. I mean, Everybody else, I mean, we have state finals, I mean, like state tournament stuff going on, like soccer sectionals. And so it, it, it's not like there's not other things. But our, our principal had enough and he looked at her and he said, she argued one more time and he, he goes, duly noted and turned around and walked off. And so uh, the duly noted, I, I, I got to tell you, I have laughed, and every time I see my former principal who's moved on, I always, I always find a way to work in the duly noted comment. 
<laughs> because it was it was a classic. I mean, they he'd had enough. We we were drenched. We were wet. It, it, it was we were trying to get officials. We were trying to get you know workers. And you know we're trying to do this in the middle of a football field where we can't see, you can't communicate. Uh, so funny story. I mean, it, you, you had to have been there, but but we we learned a lot from the from the event uh, for, for sure. Um, but that you know that, and, and you do that's that's what you do in this business. Uh, some of the stuff isn't in the manual. Uh, you know, you, you you have to learn from it. You know, we talked earlier. The, the really good people in this business figure it out on the fly. And uh, luckily for me, I've had an opportunity to be in it long enough that it, it, it becomes easier to figure it out on the fly. Uh, I, I've, the never, I've never had a, um, you know, my stadium lose like, but I have had it in the gym and um, I had similar, similar situations that you had, but I, because of that incident with me, I was ready for that stadium light to go out on me. Like I was ready. I had megaphone in the press box. I had this whole plan um, where I was going to have the fire trucks and the police, like all turn their lights on. So we had some sort of light, but also cell phones, right? Everybody has cell phone. Everyone turns on the flashlight. You know, everybody should be able to get down from from the yeah. stairs. We had a we had an old stadium, and I was really concerned about the, the stairs. So, it's you're saying this, and as as you were saying it all, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that was on my plan. Yeah, that was my plan. I yeah. feel pretty feel like my plan was. I'm so happy that I did not need to use it at the stadium. <laughs> I'm so happy. I For had sure. a, I had, had lights go out at a baseball field, but that wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike just went past the fact that the field was in a bad shape. It was in a bad way, and the official lost a shoe, and they had to stop the game so it could go. Nothing was going well that night. Yeah. Her field was done for the year. I mean, literally, that the next week, I got a guy to bring a roller out and roll it so we can roll out the mud. I mean, you know how how it gets muddy and you leave yeah. footprints and stuff like that. I had a, a construction guy bring a roller out and roll the field just to kind of flatten out the bad the bad spots. So yeah, well, I have uh, to ask: Did yep. you win the game? We won the game. Yay! Absolutely, we won the game. That's what matters. <laughs> now, my question is this: Did the video board that they brought was it run off a generator? It was. They had their own power, so that was literally the only source of light. And we and we had we had fire the fire and, and the rescue people there. For when we have a football game on Friday night in our community, we probably have four or five fire trucks, two or three uh, ambulances. Everybody in town, every safety, they're here. Mm-hmm. And they've got their trucks here, and they've got them pointed out the gate, ready to go if they've got an emergency. But they come and, and they watch the games, and and that's part of that's the great thing about having a, a community like Mooresville is every everybody's part of it. They want to come and see it. I want them here. Uh, we we have multiple police uh, available. 
the city, county, uh, police. So that, it's a great opportunity on a Friday night um, for our community to, to have a great time. So, so wait, I'm glad that you brought this up, Justin, because I don't, I don't want to forget to talk about this video board that the visiting team brought for you. Did no, the, you the know? The team didn't bring it. It was just a this game that's being played is a big game in in the area, and everybody knows it's a it's a big game. Okay. It, it usually, it's usually a great contested game, and people want to be at it. I mean, we have people that want to do a telecast of it uh, that that have nothing to do with either school. Um, that they. It's just a popular game. And okay. so they were here because it's a popular game. They weren't tied. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant the other school brought it. And I had a lot, yeah. a lot yeah. of questions. I, yeah. no, I, I've no. had some issues with, um, I mean, I remember one time a, a school brought a cannon. And because it made sense for, for their, what they were. And I was like their mascot. And I, I was like, what? 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 You want to bring a cannon onto campus? So it, it, um, but yeah, I thought the other school brought it. And I was like, they're going to advertise on your field? I was a little, my mind was blown, but never mind. Take all that. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, no. We we wouldn't let that happen. (laughs) Well, I I want to talk about just that conversation. And was was the other administrator there, or were you just letting your principals have out the discussion of when you were going to play the game? Uh, well, the other principal was not on the field when we were trying to fig- figure out. It was their coach, our coach, the officials, and our principal and myself. And so we're trying to work through the logistics of it. Their coach was awesome. He was agreeable to everything. Uh, we thought we had a great plan. Uh we walked out of there. We started trying to go to the different pockets of people and and try to explain it, try to spread the word. And then all of a sudden, this principal comes marching up to our principal and not having any of it. You realize what you've done, that you know, and starts giving him the business. And football games are so hard to reschedule. <clears throat> There's such a limited yeah. time constraint on when you can actually reschedule a football game yeah they're saturday's it and yeah in, in defense of the the coaches they want to get it done in the morning because they're already behind the eight ball because generally speaking saturday morning they're already planning for next friday mm-hmm. so their schedule is already a mess now because they, they've got a you know our our honestly our coaches they they and and I'm sure that they washed everybody's uniform so that at least you're putting on a, a clean uniform. And so they're here late Friday night trying to figure out how we're going to get our uniforms clean because we got no electric. And and so we, we're letting kids take their stuff home. And, oh, uh, no. and uh, you know, and so, uh, I mean, there, there are just all kinds of stuff that, but everything was great until we start telling everybody what we were going to do and then not a happy camper. Uh, now, they, how long did it take you? I mean, you said I went out to the whole school, right? So this is a Friday night. So did you have electricity for school on Monday? Yeah. Yeah. You did. 
Okay, so people came out and fixed it for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. The, the very next day, we had uh, power trucks at our – the, the first one got stuck. <laughs> the mud. Getting back to the transformer. <laughs> so we had to have a wrecker. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, the, the, you, you, the story, I mean, it's just amazing how many things can go wrong. Uh, yeah, oh, it did. Uh so yeah, the the first the first record or the first uh, power truck got stuck trying to get back to our uh, uh, transformer. But so when yeah. the when the transformer blew and it shook everything, was it in the middle of play or was there a oh, time? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean there was yeah it, it was right in the middle of a, the game and uh, yeah it it and everybody I mean honestly everybody's a little bit frightened. Right. I mean, I was. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and then you look down there and you and you see this this flame coming out of this box and smoke and sparks and uh, yeah, it was a little bit. Oh my gosh, what has happened? And then you kind of start putting the pieces together. Oh, that's down there by the the transformer. And uh, then I got my power and light guy, who was my former wrestler, football player. Took him down. And he says, "Oh, Mike, you you got a problem here." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "You're not playing tonight." So, as if um, the fire coming from the transformer wasn't indicative enough. Yeah, <laughs> didn't do it. You had a problem. Well, I'm a little bit slow. You know, I need I needed it. I needed it spelled out for me. So, <laughs> no athletic director on this planet wants to be the one to tell a football game in progress that it's not going to continue. That is yeah. Oh, yeah. not a good time at yeah. all. It doesn't yeah. make a difference what school you're at. You do not want to be the AD that's like, yeah, we're not yeah. playing the rest of this game tonight. Okay. So I understand that you needed yeah. extra confirmation. Oh, um, yeah. Well, we the complications had... on top of that. I mean, not just that, hey, is it going to be dry enough to and safe enough to play tomorrow? Um, are we going to have power? Can we run a scoreboard? Can they come back? We Can couldn't even wash the uniforms. No, yeah, and, and we and we did not have a scoreboard. Oh, actually, we did. They they our maintenance guys figured out how we could bypass. We hooked up a generator so that we could run our scoreboard, and so we actually ended up having a scoreboard. But uh, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, it, it it took a lot to get us even to that point. But but we didn't have a PA or anything like that. But, but we we had to get. I mean, we got through it. But the, co the and the coaches were awesome. I mean, they they got it. They wanted to get it done. Uh, and, and I get where the principal was coming from at, at the moment. But she didn't. She wasn't thinking logistically. What everybody else athletically was thinking right and, and so um and we and we you know we had a few of our own parents and 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 we had kids that were telling their parent because we told our kids hey if you've got the sat and you need to go do that you need to go do that we'll finish the game without you and and they did the same and we had we had uh, moms particularly that were not happy with us because their sons were telling their moms, I'm playing in the game tomorrow. 
you're going to have to reschedule the SAT for me. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't, they, you know, it, they weren't having any part of it. Um, and, uh, and it, you know, it turned out fine, but, but in the moment it was, it was a mess for sure. Did you get yep. the golf cart stuck at all? No, no, we, no golf cart stuck. No golf cart stuck. I, uh, well, I was going to say, you know, a couple of things, but first, because of our, first of all, principals have been behaving badly lately on some of our stories. You know, the coaches, you're like, the coaches were great. It was the principals. We've had a couple episodes where the principals have been kicked out or gone off all on hinge. So I feel like that is a, a thing that we're starting to see. But in addition to that, we also had an episode where a light pole has fallen over. So Mike, the reason I'm telling you this is it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. For sure. And swimming in that mud that night, you probably were thinking it can't get any worse than oh, this. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Oh, my gosh. It was, I mean, literally, the ra it was raining sideways. I mean, <laughs> it was boring. It was awful. Uh, and, and, uh, and, you know, we had, I mean, luckily, probably for us, is some of the fans are fair weather fans. And once the rain started, they, you know, some of them left. And so you weren't as packed money. as it could have been. But we weren't as packed as we were when we started the game, when it yeah. was a really nice, beautiful Friday night for a football game, for sure. Until it wasn't. Yeah, until it wasn't. <laughs> and it, when it wasn't, it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got people we've I since, know. We've since gotten turf, so we're, we're good now. So <laughs> no worries with mud anymore on our football field. Yeah, but then it's still you're still dealing with power and all that. I mean, that stuff could have happened. Transformer could have blown, and then you got a whole other. I mean, you're still in that same boat. Yeah, um, it just was a little sure. cleaner. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, and I and I did learn something that night. Another thing that night is my, my power and light guy goes, "Hey, have you noticed this? This train has it smelled like oil, or did it smell like oil?" I said, "Yeah, I, I did notice that." And so he says, he goes, well, that's, that's a, that's a sign that your transformer's going bad. I said, oh, okay, good to know. <laughs> Probably would have been better if I'd have known that previous, but uh, good to know. So, uh, so I, I learned a lesson there for sure. I mean, I learned a lot of lessons, but, uh, but uh, it, it all turned out fine. Uh, nobody was hurt. And, we got the game in, and, and we won the game. And so, all good. All good. But, um, that's, I mean, you just, all you've done is describe the nightmare of every athletic administrator yep. on a Friday mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah oh, for sure. And you, I mean, it wasn't just one thing. You had several things that led to this deal. And then with the weather and not having turf at the time and the amount of mud and then no power and the transformer blows and trying to communicate with all the fans that were still there, um, the yeah. diehards that were there in the, in the elements. Yeah, um, yeah. And then rescheduling with the conflict of the SAT and some parents upset about that. The processes that you had to go through is just the nightmare that every athletic director wants to avoid. Um, yeah. And there are very few times I'm sure that people say, I don't want to be Mike Mossbrucker. But in that moment, there weren't very many people that didn't want, that wanted to be Mike Mossbrucker. No, no. no, I love talking. Our parents, you know, parents come in, and you guys had 
man, you have such a great job. You just get to go and watch games all the time. That must be so much fun. And with that said, I love my job. <laughs> love it. But there's moments where we all know it's not very much fun. And and while that was, honestly, that while that was, there was a lot going on, it, it you know, you just work through it. I mean, you you know, it, you just work through each problem as you work through them, and and the calmer you can stay, and, and you know, it's kind of like being an athlete. Take a deep breath and, and breathe, and and slow your heart rate down, and don't get emotional, and and just work through your process, and work through the problems one at a time, and. And uh, try try to take into account what other people are telling you because you got lots of people in your ear trying to give you information. And uh, it, it was certainly uh, a night of the anatomy of an athletic director and how to deal with a bunch of problems all at once, for sure. Well, and it's, it, I think it's important to note, too, and we, we, we've talked about this a lot on our podcast, but pretty much everything that happened was out of your control. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't like you forgot to do something that caused this, that caused this, and it was a domino effect. It was, this is the circumstances that you were given. It didn't make a difference who you were, how many courses you took, how many years you were in AD for. This was going to happen, and it was just how you reacted to it. And I think that's an important part and a good takeaway because there are going to be issues that you have to deal with as an athletic director. It isn't always going to just go swimmingly because you have everything you do all on a checklist done. So I think that's really important because um, it's hard. It, it can be hard when you have a whole stadium or people angry at you because of a decision you made over something that wasn't your fault at all. Yeah. Although I, I think he made a statement earlier and I'm going to, I'm going to ad lib a little bit and just kind of have some freedom in, in what I say here. But Mike said it was a great Friday night for football, and Danielle followed it up with, until it wasn't. <laughs> and Mike, I think, just said, I love my job until I don't. <laughs> yeah, and maybe one sure. of those moments was until I don't. That's one of those times you're like, man, it's not a lot of fun doing that. No. 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 Well, and, and it's a testament to how great of an AD you are of a parent or somebody thinks, oh, you just get to go to games. You have a great job. I, that's because they're not seeing all the behind-the-scenes stuff. I One of my favorite things about being an, um, an AD is behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't want to be the person in the spotlight. right? I, I want my coaches to shine and my kids to shine. But I just want to be in the background making it so they can focus on coaching kids and practicing and doing their best out on the field. So – um, I think that's a huge testament when someone's like, well, this is all you do. And you're like, well, I'm doing my job if that's what you think. Yeah. yeah. For, <laughs> for I sure. think Mike would have probably wanted to be the road AD on that game. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. Because the decisions are a whole lot easier. Yeah, when can we reschedule? You don't that's have to worry true. about all the other stuff. When do that's I need true. my bus to pick up my kids? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one time one being in a way school is a benefit, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's what I well, tell people. The best time to be the AD is to be the road AD. Yeah. Well, I'm away games. Just go watch the game. You yeah. hope. I, I get to actually watch the game when it's away game, right? Like, love. I love away games. Yeah. Oh, I do too because my the key to a, a good away game is 
you got to know where the best places to eat on the road. <laughs> I was just going to say, don't go hungry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and what, what, I mean, what an opportunity to get yourself cultured a little bit. Yeah. By, by spending time in the opposing team's favorite place to eat in that community. No yeah. doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Now, Mike, I'd be remiss. I mean, I, I think we've, we've, we've jumped on this story a lot, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this question. Have you ever been, in your wrestling days, have you ever been sucker attacked by somebody maybe jumping over a table or when you weren't prepared for it? Well, as a matter of fact, as a, as a wrestler, certainly there are opportunities for people to sneak up on you. I, I must admit, I've never been uh, snuck up on in a boardroom uh, <laughs> just before a meeting when I'm on the floor trying to help people get their computers plugged in. <laughs> and all of a sudden, some guy comes from nowhere and uh, jumps on top of me. That was a first for me. I mean, uh, no doubt I was a little bit taken back by that. I mean, my college wrestling coach told me, uh, he told our team one time when we were talking about, well, we need to get warm. He goes, you guys don't need to get warmed up. Put your shoes on, tie your laces up, let's go. And uh, I I just hadn't tied my laces up. I just wasn't (laughs) quite ready yet. And uh, so, um, yeah, Greg, Greg kind of got got uh, got one over on me that day for sure. Um, and, I heard about that day. Oh yeah, he <laughs> and he's really pretty proud of himself. He about is. It. He really is. <laughs> the the best part and of that story day, is Mike was yeah. serving others. He was he had gone under the table to plug in the power cords for other people's computers. He was just out in the middle of the ring, if you will. I mean, it was just a squared off tables were in a square and he was in there just serving others, just gladly, hey, I'll plug this in for you. I'll get in here. I'll sacrifice. And then out of nowhere, off the top rope, it seemed like Greg come flying over the table and and, Uh, uh, attacked. And and if that makes poor Greg feel any better about himself than he does, then I'm glad to have contributed to Greg <laughs> to Greg's feeling about himself. Oh, I mean, because I do sometimes worry about Greg and his self-image. <laughs> I feel like we missed the mark. We should have had Mike and Greg on together. Maybe we can do that at a later date. Because I feel like that would we wouldn't even have to talk, uh, I, Justin. I, we I could think just sit Greg back. and I could entertain you for sure. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you you coming on here and sharing your wisdom. And I think that your story has a, a lot of very, very valuable takeaways. And if you don't, if you're listening to this as maybe and you do not have an emergency action plan for your lights going out at any of your facilities, you need to have one right now. Make it right now. Take some of the things that Mike has learned. (laughs) I mean, you have an added twist of that rain in there. My emergency action plan didn't didn't account for rain. (laughs) Wasn't that wasn't in it an added thing. But um but yeah I think it was a really great story that I don't ever want to happen to me or any of you. (laughs) 
But as as Mike will tell you, he's adjusted. He had to adjust on the fly. That's our profession. That's what we do. We have to just adjust and adapt. And that situation, although out of his control, he was still forced to come up with solutions. And Mm -hmm. here's the situation. Here's the remedy. We'll figure it out as we go. Um, You can't be specific in your emergency action plan that when the field is so muddy that the official has to stop play to get his shoe. I mean, you can't get that detailed or when your transformer blows or whatever that looks like, but you've got to be able to just adjust as things happen. And Mike, Mike proved that he was able to do that. They got the game in and not only that, but they won the next day. Um, So all was well in Mike Mossbrooker's world. The and next he got day, a turf sure. field out of it. I'm sure this incident helped the turf field. <laughs> yeah, <argument>. Absolutely. <laughs> and what, what I didn't, uh, didn't add to the story is my wife and I had been scheduled. We, my son uh, was playing at I, University of Iowa at the time. And so they had a night game. And so we were literally going to get up that morning and travel to Iowa city to watch the game. And our, our, uh, uh, time to depart was delayed a little bit so we could finish come back in the morning and do the game but we did make it to Iowa City in time to watch the game and um uh, so that all all was well uh but you know you got to kind of adjust as you're on the fly and we did so well that, that's part of it too i mean there were other plans you're playing saturday well it didn't involve playing a game but yeah, mm-hmm. they got interrupted, and that's just what we do in this world of athletics. So, yeah. and Mike, I appreciate you jumping on here. I appreciate your story. I appreciate your your ability to make us laugh and your mm-hmm. your your joy of life and just how you enjoy life. And that's a challenge to me. Um, you make me better every time we talk. So I appreciate that, and I appreciate you jumping on here. Absolutely. Thank Good you. Deal. Good deal. That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our sponsor, Wall of Fame, who excels at telling your school's stories and supports us in telling ours. Check out the description of this episode for a link to receive a discount on all Wall of Fame products. We are looking forward to the next story and hope you are too.